Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. In the squadron, they called him Bullets. But we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Mm-mm. Thanksgiving leftovers. Almost better than the, the real Thanksgiving meal itself, the stuff that's left over. I even like it cold from the refrigerator. We got a whole boatload of uh, Thanksgiving stuff around here at WABC. It's absolutely wonderful. I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. Hey, this is great. Let's see here. 24 hostages released from Gaza by Hamas. Now, the only reason why they're doing this is because the Israelis are pounding the hell out of Hamas, and they're begging, begging uh, for a little bit of relief. Uh, The military campaign by Israel is working. The United States needs to stop telling them what to do and meddling and just let the Israelis do uh, one of the things they do best, uh, defending Israel. They're amazing, and uh, it's great. You know, and Remember, I'm looking at them, actually. I, oh, gosh, I see an old lady, an old lady. She must be about 85 years old, and they're helping her, and they're all in the hands of the Red Cross now. Can you imagine how these barbarians who would take an 85-year-old woman hostage, who would take a nine-month-old baby hostage um, and now I see the fake news is trying to give them credit, Hamas credit. Like, look at this bold gesture, this bold humanitarian gesture. They did it in the first place. And the only reason why they're giving them up now is because of the military pressure from Israel. Um, well, how many more are there? And what about the Americans? Uh, I, a lot I'd like to know right now. A lot we're not being told. Joe Biden is on vacation. You know, he's on vacation. As anti-Semitism flourishes across America, flourishes, flourish. It's everywhere. It was at the, the Thanksgiving Day Parade right there on uh, the right in the middle of New York. You saw those maniacs come out and throw blood everywhere and uh, glue themselves to the street. Uh, these are pro-terrorist maniacs, of which there are so many. It doesn't, you know, they're just my gosh. Every from all walks of life. Who knew we had anti-Semites all over the place. So, Joe Biden, you know, if this were even a rumor, even a rumor of of uh, of uh, white supremacy, you know what he does, right? When it's uh, white supremacy, oh boy, white supremacy, right? We are, uh, uh, it's the worst thing that ever happened. I hate white supremacy. I've told you a million times, but it's not real, all right? It's not real. Hey, what is the other thing? So, uh, he's being sued, Andrew Cuomo is. For what again? He didn't mess around with that woman, Brittany Camisso. This is one of the biggest scams in the world. I got to I'm going to send some sound to you. You're going to hear Brittany Camisso. Brittany Camisso is a person who worked for Governor Cuomo and wanted Governor Cuomo bad. I mean, really bad. She and her friends, they were talking to each other all the time. They found him handsome. They found him powerful. They wanted to uh, be with this guy, and I mean be with this guy. Brittany is now suing three years later. Is it three years after she made all that news? Two years? A survivor. A survivor of sexual 
harassment. Oh boy, that's uh, that's quite that's quite the category these days, right? Wouldn't it be great to call yourself a survivor? A survivor. Believe women. Believe women. Well, um, now with uh, you could ask yourself, why am I so? Why am I going so hard on Eric Adams? Easy on uh, Andrew Cuomo. Easy on Donald Trump. Uh, you know, it, it is true. I mean, but I have to thread the needle. I have to, I am being true to myself here. Now, number one, let's go back. Remember Kavanaugh? Uh, Christine Blasey Ford could not even place herself in a room with a guy, could not even place herself in a room within the same year, n- had not a shred of evidence, not a shred of evidence. The same goes for, um, what's her name? Uh, you know, the, the, the woman with the dog vagina. What was her name? E. Jean Carroll. There was not a shred of evidence where she could put herself with Donald Trump in 1995 or 1996 in, uh, Bergdorf Goodman in a dressing room. Well, what about that picture? I saw them together. Yeah, 1987 with John Johnson. Remember John Johnson? Um, you have to have some evidence. Now, the evidence against Joe Biden from Tara Reid, whoo. Tara Reid could put herself on Joe Biden's staff, and she came forward and she said, Joe Biden grabbed me and digitally penetrated me against my will. Now, that's sexual assault. And the whole country, well, they haven't even heard about it. The most she got was the Megyn Kelly podcast. Christine Blasey Ford, we, we, we heard her entire story on national television. Remember this stuff? It is so wildly inconsistent. Now, why I think that the case about Cuomo is a sham is... Uh, well, do we have the Brittany Camisso stuff yet? You'll hear her. She's, and I have a picture of her. I have a picture of her sitting on Cuomo's lap. And you could argue, well, what is what is that girl doing on Cuomo's lap? I mean, well, number one, Cuomo's sing, single. He is. Uh, she's an adult. She is. Um, there's ample evidence that she desired, desired this guy. I mean, but here she is. This is the uh, testimony to the Letitia James's little group there. Remember, she had a commission. We're going to believe women. We have to believe the women. All right. Do we believe this? Uh, hit it. Um, I remember I deleted them off of my phone. Um, I remember being so embarrassed that they were so blurry um, that when he said, oh, let me see them, I, I didn't want him to see how nervous I was. Um, and I deleted them. A lot of the photos that... I was snapping or completely blurry. I showed him them and he said, oh, you know, those aren't, you know, those aren't good. This is like the heart of her, her case against him, these pictures. Now, I got the picture she didn't delete. Looking at it right now. Um, you know, we're all human beings. We all have something called common sense. And anyone can see that this girl wants him. This woman desires Andrew Cuomo. It's right there. But the culture shifted, right? And there's money to be made. And I think that they were authorized by Joe Biden to take him out. Anyway, I'm going to play an extended interview with her on the fake news, CBS News. You know, the moment you come out against a powerful man, especially a powerful man that has been rejected by the establishment, at that point Cuomo had been rejected, and there are a lot of reasons to reject Cuomo. I get it. Although, you know, we may be uh, <laughs> we may be getting reacquainted with him. 
He's probably going to run for mayor as Eric Adams is forced from office. Talking to a lot of people, the case against him is really, really serious. And it's not just this stuff uh, regarding Turkey. It's going to go all the way. It's going to go to the stuff that he was doing in New Jersey. You know, he was living in New Jersey, for one. That's just a political mistake. But there was some other things going on over there of a financial nature. Um, I understand his son is walking around. What What is up with his personal life? I mean, his personal life is personal. I am just curious about what's going on there and what does happen at those nightclubs and what does happen on these exotic vacations that he goes on. I've been hearing stuff. I've been hearing rumors about this guy for years. Well, now I hear the feds are actually poking around. Uh, do we have Brittany as she sits down with the fake news? All right. This is going to be uh, – look, I'm not crazy about Cuomo. I know you're not crazy about Cuomo too. But this was wrong, and it continues to be wrong. And a lawsuit was filed by this lady, I guess, uh, uh, this morning, right, this morning, to make the deadline because the deadline expires tonight. The deadline for the new law – that says you can file a lawsuit 20 years later or three years later or 30 years later. And why Why did we make it difficult to sue? Because it's impossible to defend yourself. But listen to this. It is a joke. To me, this was a dream job, and it unfortunately turned into a nightmare. 32-year-old Brittany Camisso started working as an executive assistant in New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's office in 2017. Nearly four years later, she's the woman known as executive assistant number one in the New York Attorney General's report into allegations of sexual harassment by the governor. In the report, you're known as executive assistant number one. I am executive assistant in the governor's office, but I am also a mother. I'm a daughter. I'm a friend. I'm a colleague. I am more than... Executive assistant number hey, one. Hey, stop for a second. You see how the um, the powers that be give them all these wonderful talking points? I am a mother. I am a colleague. I am a... <laughs> to make it sound righteous, to make it sound pure, when it's the opposite. Keep going, please. She says Governor Cuomo groped her twice. The first time on New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2019, at the governor's mansion. I had to go over to the mansion to help the governor with a state of the state speech. I wasn't there late. I did my final edit. And while I was upstairs in the office, the governor said, why don't we take a selfie? So his suggestion, you yes. say? With I, your phone? With my phone. I then felt while taking the selfie, his hand go down my back onto my butt and he started rubbing it, not sliding it, not, you know, quickly brushing over it, rubbing my butt. And did you ask him, what are you doing? Well, this was while I was taking the selfie. I became so nervous that my hands were clearly shaking and a lot of the photos that I was snapping were completely blurry. I showed him them and he said, oh, you know, those aren't, you know, those aren't good. And he said, why don't we go sit on the couch and we can take a better one. So you sat on the couch. Um, I sat on the couch because I thought to myself, okay, I don't think on the couch that he would have a way to just do what he just did. So I felt safer actually on the couch. And in the photo. (laughs) Stop! 
Now, what can a guy grab on the couch if he can't grab your butt because you're sitting down, right? He's got a lot of options. She felt safer. You see how absurd this is. This is absurd. And you know what? If you don't like Cuomo, fine. But do you like your uh, do you like your husband? Do you like your brother? Do you like your son? Do you like your father? Because everybody's vulnerable here when these cases go forward. This crazy lady, this horrible person, drove somebody that you may have voted for out of office. Keep going. You know, I have my arm wrapped around his shoulder, mm-hmm. you know, almost as if, you know, we were taking a picture with a buddy. Mm-hmm. And that is the one that has been blurred out, that has been now released to the public. The governor has denied that he put his hand on Camisso's bottom during the selfie. Camisso alleges that the governor groped her a second time at the governor's mansion in November of 2020. So he gets up and he goes to give me a hug. And I could tell immediately when he hugged me, it was in a probably the most sexually aggressive manner than any of the other hugs that he had given me. Um, It was then that I said, you know, uh, Governor, you know, my words were, you're going to get us in trouble. And I thought to myself, that probably wasn't the best thing to say, but at that time, I was so afraid that one of the mansion staff, that they were going to come up and see this and think, oh, you know, is that what she comes here for? And that's not what I came there for, and that's not who I am. And I was terrified of that. And when I said that, he walked over, shut the door so hard to the point where I thought for sure someone downstairs must think, they must think if they heard that, what is going on, came back to me, and that's when he put his hand up my blouse and cupped my breast over my bra. I exactly remember looking down, seeing his hand, which is a large hand, thinking to myself, oh my God, this is happening. It happened so quick. He didn't say anything. When I stopped it, he just pulled away. And hey, hold on a second. So quick. What about, you know, the door slams and she thinks to herself, what's going on downstairs? Why are you alone with him after what happened? He grabbed your ass in 2019. This is the end of 2020. It just goes on like this, on and on and on like this. The other lady, anyway, I have enormous uh, sympathy for uh, for what he went through. I know about the nursing homes. I don't like it. I called for his resignation before anybody else did. And it's okay. It's okay um, when they're going after your enemies. But what about it when they go after your friends? It's going to happen. It has happened. Ah, oh, man. It is a, it's a bizarro world, isn't it? It's just, anyway, I'll have to put that aside. I'm going to put that aside. Uh, but it's going to resurface because what's his name? Uh, Cuomo is running for mayor. He's running for mayor. And, uh, he might just be able to pull it off. It doesn't take, to- oh my gosh. Give me a moment, please. I'm late. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. 
Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, we finally have the name. Remember that big explosion up there on the bridge between New York and Canada? Uh, At first, we all thought it was terrorism. Then they said it's not terrorism, definitely not terrorism. But then it took a... Two days, two and a half days, three days to say who the hell was it then? Okay, if it's if it's not a terrorist, what happened? Well, I finally have the names. Let's see here. The two people killed when their car crashed into a border checkpoint in Niagara Falls and exploded in a fiery wreck were identified today as a Western New York husband and wife whose family owns a lumber business and several hardware stores in the Buffalo area. Uh, the Niagara Falls Police Department named the couple as Kurt Volani and Monica Volani, both 53 of Grand Island, New York, a leafy Buffalo suburb close to. Is Buffalo big enough to have suburbs? Um, we would like to extend our sincere uh, gratitude, blah, blah, blah. Uh, all right, we finally have a name, but you know what? It took a long time to get this name, uh, these names. And... Um, you know, the way they came out, the tone of it, it reminded me of Benghazi. No terrorism here, no terrorism here. Well, I'm sure there's no terrorism here. But they're awfully, they're, they're just, they don't, they don't command trust anymore. They don't command trust. Uh, Max, yes. Yes, uh, Greg, thank you for taking my call. Um, you had Barbara, one of your uh, frequent callers, call in the other day, and she spoke about forced quarantine and isolation. It was Rule 2.13. Yeah. Um, I looked it up, and that's, she's right, yep. and this is pretty serious. Yeah, I know. Uh, my buddy's working on it, too. So am I. It's, uh, it's anti-democratic and a real problem. Anything else you had on your mind? Um, I think that uh, what's happened to Adams is uh, he's trying to be framed. He's uh, being pushed to do things that he really doesn't want to do. I think he, if it were up to him, he'd stop the, um, the immigration. No, 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 no. He's very frameable. That's the thing. He's frameable. When you do bad things, you're frameable. He has not done anything. He doesn't want to do anything. All he wants to do is be on television. He is completely hapless. You've been reading too much of the New York Post. I read the New York Post every day, but they have been defending this guy. They endorse this guy, and they're not reporting on him honestly, I think, because they're embarrassed, all right? you got to remember, he doesn't matter. He just wants to be on camera. He just wants attention. And, yeah, he tries to appeal to them, but he has not, He, You know how many press conferences he has a day on average? Three. Three. He doesn't have time to do anything. He doesn't want to do anything. He doesn't know how to do anything. And, um, yeah, there, there just might be something to this. There's a hell of a lot more evidence against Adams than there was against Trump or Judge Kavanaugh. So we got to pursue. We, it must be pursued. Believe women. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Papa! 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 
Sounds like out of Gaza, right? They firebombed a house in Los Angeles. Los Angeles! This is a bunch of anti-Semite uh, crazy terrorists. They firebombed a house in Los Angeles. And I haven't heard a peep about it. It was a house of a, a, a very prominent Jewish leader um, with some organization, not the ADL, but another organization. They firebombed his house. Uh, where's Joe Biden? Where's the national outrage? There ain't none. <laughs> because uh, the Democrat establishment is virulently uh, anti-Semitic, pro-Hamas. Joe Biden's walking that weird line where he doesn't want to alienate AOC and Arab certain certain not all of course certain arab americans who live in michigan he can't uh, he can't come right now. he can't, this is not white supremacy right i mean after all gosh uh, let's see here and then they showed up at the parade yesterday can you imagine this the thanksgiving day parade All right, so stupid with the red paint and gluing themselves on the... It does not do anything. Well, I don't think it does anything to help their cause. It turns me off, in addition to their horrible message, of course. But these tactics, um, it is interesting, though. It's to kind of remember this, white supremacy. That was the biggest... That's actually what drove Joe Biden into running for president, all the white supremacy that was all over the place. There is none, and to the extent that there is, it's terrible, but it's five guys in the woods. It's not a big deal. And the moment they break the law, we are totally in control of the white supremacists, okay? There ain't none. Hey, this is Black Friday. Do we still make a big deal out of it? Yeah, but I think it's really a throwback. People expect the sales, and they, they're still lining up at the mall, and they're still making that, that dash inside. Not as bad as it used to be, where people would lose their lives and that kind of thing, but it's... uh yeah, people are out there shopping. I have decided, and I learned this uh, really from uh, experience, um, well, we just don't do much in the way of Christmas gifts anymore. It's just, it was so over the top. And think for a moment, can you remember anything you got last year for Christmas? Hmm? Anything. Only like one in ten Americans can re- re- recall a gift from last year, one in ten. So it's all basically disposable stuff. I know we got to buy certain things to keep the economy going, but don't lose your mind. Uh, Vinny, yeah, hello. Hey, it's Greg. Greg? Yeah. You think that girl's not credible? No. Her story's not credible? No, I don't. Not at all. Not at all. Did you listen to her story? Did you see the photograph of her? Did you see the photograph of her next to to Cuomo? All right. I mean, just do All right. Well, Vinny, um, Wait a minute. Wait why don't a minute. you write her a letter of support and uh, you can join the movement. You could wear one of those pink hats down at a rally and, uh, you know, you could show up and, um, you know, join well, forces with Christine Blasey, Christine Blasey Ford. Vinny, I think you called in once before. You don't sound that crazy. You really think so. All right. Anyway, what's the question? The question is, why? Why is she not credible? Her story, she doesn't stumble on her story at all. She's. Mortified. You think that's it? Oh, as long as they don't stutter, it's true. As long as they, I have a photo right here. All right. I've been around the block. So have you. And you can do about 10 seconds of research on this and find the pictures that exist. All right. I know. I think you know and I know when a woman wants a man. All right. Did you hear the part about how, well, he grabbed my butt, so I felt very uncomfortable. So I, I suggest we went to the couch where I felt more comfortable because I knew he couldn't grab my butt. So I went to the couch with him. Does that make any sense whatsoever? 
She's already been fondled, according to her. So for her own safety, she retreats. Where? To a couch. To a couch. Where then the governor would have access to nothing, right? Because her butt would be but on a cushion, I presume. So, no. Doesn't make any sense, Vinny. Uh, I don't know why the hell you would. Uh, he, uh, really? Anybody else out there on uh, on Brittany Camisso's side? Uh, let's see here. Let's do one other. Uh, Joe, hello. Hello, Greg. Uh, this this whole nonsense with the uh, statute of limitations being extended for uh, it sounds good, but it's a weapon that's used and it's mostly used by the Democrats whenever whenever they're going down for the third time. And as far as Mayor Adams is concerned, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. It really couldn't. He's been a bigot. He's been a rabble rouser. He's been a BS artist. He's been a uh, a, a liar. He's been a cheat. He's been he's been everything under the sun. And he's the Biden of Brooklyn. I hope the Biden of Washington is next. <laughs> uh, well, we've all seen it. We've all seen Biden grope, smell, lick, uh, be crazy and appropriate. All kinds of women. Hey, wait, wait. Oh, let's hear from Mayor Adams. Though he denies everything. Cut eighteen. Respond to this lawsuit that was just brought to my attention. It absolutely did not happen. Uh, I, I don't recall ever meeting this person, uh, and I will never harm anyone in that magnitude. Uh, it did not happen. And, he would never harm uh, anybody in that magnitude. Take his process, uh, but um, it did not happen, and that is not who I am, and that is not who I've ever been in my professional life. And you know, it's just uh, something that uh, never took never took place. Uh, I don't recall meeting that person. Hmm, not exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's kind of a weak denial, actually. And his tone, he doesn't sound too, uh, let's try this one. Uh, 19, please, 19. A person by the same name has filed quite a number of lawsuits and has even written um, a book that appears to be on sale on Amazon about how to file lawsuits and how to win. Does that make you question? Hey, stop for a second. You see how the media is playing interference? She filed a lawsuit in 2010. Does that mean 2010? Is that a litigious person? Is that an overly litigious person? That's 13 years ago. I mean, look at how the media defends this guy. The the, the Jersey boy. Uh, Keep going, though. We'll bring this in. Keep going. Uh, As as you know, uh, I've been in public life for... Uh, almost 40 years. Public and, life for 40 years. He was a police officer. How could he be in a public life? Well, he's actually, in a way, he was because he was taking leave from the police department to run for Congress, right? He was hanging around with Louis Farrakhan, uh, protesting the police department as a police officer in front of City Hall, uh, running that phony 100 black men in law enforcement organization, right? Another phony baloney job. Uh, so he has been on the periphery of public life. Look at uh, the public figure for 40 years. All right. That's how I feel about that. Joe, anything else? Yes. Uh, he got that uh, magnitude uh, line from the island of misfit platitudes because he's a moron. He, he, you have to realize that I run the biggest organization in the world and I'm running it into the ground. But I'm, I'm a genius. I'm a genius, and you're about you're a, a buffoon. 
If you open up the picture dictionary and look up the word buffoon, your picture is there, Mayor Adams. Do you remember that? Saying that about somebody else? All right. Thanks, Joe. Joe is that's a classic call. That's a classic, classic call. And this time, I appreciate you leaving race out of it. All right? Thank you, Joe. We're making improvements. Uh, all right. Oh, we got to do Sandra, of course. Sandra, hello. <laughs> You're so funny, Greg. Um, Greg, you know, um, John Fetterman surprised everyone last night at dinner how he's supporting the Jewish people. That was a very pleasant surprise, don't you think? I mean, I don't – what? Huh? He's a senator oh, saying yeah. stuff, stuttering. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's a crazy guy. I have no I, I have no regard for him whatsoever. Who cares what he says in his sweatshirt? What difference does it make? What did you mean last night at dinner? What do you mean at dinner? What do you mean? Well, we were talking at Thanksgiving, everyone, and, and we all were pleasantly surprised that John Benjamin took a stand for Israel and you know he's- I mean it's just a little bit pathetic though you know we're we're all you know wow what a pleasant surprise that somebody sided with the good over the evil you know you see how low our standards have become right you know there are a lot of reasons why I don't like uh John Fetterman uh and I don't really give too much credit to anybody who's just saying what is logical you know i mean it's just obvious good versus evil i mean after 911 it was America versus the terrorists, and you know, now I, I just don't see you get credit for for that. Our, the bar is so low, and he should put on some long pants. All right, he really he needs to put on some long pants. I wish Dr. Oz was in the Senate. I know you guys, some of you disagree with me on that. He's such a a great man, a man of accomplishment and integrity, and he's rock solid on Israel. Actually, yes, he is. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. One of my goals in this Republican primary and in this hopefully general election when I get there is to offer an alternative vision, not just criticizing what the left puts on offer. I think a lot of Republicans can do that. Race, gender, sexuality, climate, whatever that vision is. I have a separate vision grounded in what I would call conservative principles, individual, family, nation, God. Yes, these are actual affirmative values that we can stand for that are inherently, I believe, good, that can help reunite and revive the fabric of this country. And I do see that as missing. As we, we, it's easy to criticize the other thing. It's harder to build up a vision of our own. And I think that's part of what's been missing. And I'm not going to be afraid of, just as I'm not afraid of criticizing Democrats, I'm not going to be afraid of criticizing Republicans for our failures as well. I love this guy, Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, so talented, so articulate, so smart, and uh, very successful. He made a billion dollars. Not exactly sure how, but uh, good for him. All right, billionaires command a lot of respect in this country. Whether you, they do, they do, and uh, to lay it out like that. Now, Trump is very much for that, obviously. But I do know what he's talking about. Too, too often, I don't hear much of a not from Trump, but others. You know, there's a whole industry ripping on the left, right? Rip on the left. And there's so much to rip on, and we have to do some of that. Uh, but we don't talk enough about, in my opinion, um, family, family values. Yeah, family values. Let me come back to that in a second. We don't talk enough about God. We don't talk enough about individualism and and um, that it's okay to be uh, pro-America. I mean, I just – and the thing about family, pro-family, pro, pro, um, uh, pro family, you know what they love to do? 
is take people from our side and, you know, catch them in an extramarital affair or catch them using drugs or catch them, catch them, catch them, catch them, catch them, catch them. Um, the thing about it is uh, <laughs> it's the attempt to keep the nuclear family intact, right? People are going to people are going to fail you. People are going to make mistakes. People will make right. But the institution of the family is still valued. A couple that, uh, I, you know, look, the two parent family is the best way to raise a child. Doesn't mean if you only have one parent, you're going to be a mess. Nothing like that. But just if you look at the numbers and people will, it doesn't mean it's got to be uh, right out of Little House on the Prairie. All right. I mean, this is the real world. All right. Things happen. Um, but the unit, the family unit intact. And if you look at the Black Lives Matter, if you look at the left, you know, they <laughs> Hillary Clinton, believe it or not, she used to actually have a, a, a slogan fighting for families. Hillary Clinton fighting for the left doesn't want to hear about that. They think it's a colonial. They think it's a, there's like a throwback. They think it's offensive to the LGBT queer. It's just um, so to talk about God, family, nation. When is the last time? Seriously. And I talk about it, you know, but. God and Jesus, they have been so marginalized, marginalized. It's the greatest force in the universe, the force, the creator. And, you know, I, I was watching a, a TV show, uh, The Morning Show, and it's actually pretty good. But I kept thinking, boy, oh, boy, if any of these people just prayed a little bit, nobody ever, 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 ever goes there. That's for Sunday. That's for Joel Osteen. And if you talk about it or do anything about it or show about, I don't know. I don't know. So I think there has to be a, I don't like the, I don't like the term national conversation, but there's got to be a national conversation about individuality, about God, about family and about the nation as well. All right. Can we do that? And then the other thing is, I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Patrick. Oh, Patrick from Indiana. How was your, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, but what I want to say is, if uh, Kamala Harris is still um, vice president next year at the election, nobody's going to win but uh, Joe Biden. No matter how many votes uh, Trump or anybody else gets, Mike uh, Mike Pence set the stage for it. He accepted Democrat votes from four Democrat states. Uh, four times after election day. All right, hold on a second. What does Kamala Harris have to do with Joe Biden winning? How does Kamala Harris help Joe Biden win? Okay, the vice president is the one that counts the votes. Uh, in the Constitution, she's the one that or counts the votes. Yeah, on January 6th, right. Like Pence counted the votes, right. So, okay, and, and uh, they're going to say... That no matter how many votes that they let in after election day, they're going to say Mike Pence did it. And no, no, Trump no. Actually, no. Um, Mike Pence didn't do it. Okay, that's the problem. And he told everybody he was going to do something, but he didn't. Uh, made us believe. But they actually changed the law. Did you know that they changed the law, which confirms that Mike Pence had the liberty, had the authority to do something. He could have sent those votes back to Pennsylvania. He could have sent them back to. Nevada and Arizona and Wisconsin and Michigan. He could have done that to straighten them all out and see if everything's good. Um, but he didn't. And now they they changed the law, dude. They changed the Electoral Count Act of 1887. They amended it. And now there's no there's no gray area. There's no wiggle room. 
All right, the vice president, it is a formality, all right? So, no, they can't wheel and deal anymore, Patrick. They changed the law. And the fact that they changed it underscores, highlights that Mike Pence did have the authority, that we're not insurrectionists, that we're we're not undermining the Constitution or democracy. Does that make sense, Patrick? I hope it does. What was the law changed to? What was the law changed to? They amended it, so it's, it's explicit now that the vice president is simply a rubber stamp, has no authority, none, zero. He just, you know, the votes are processed, but he doesn't, he can't kick it back. You can look it up. I remember when this happened. It happened about a year ago. Trump has talked about it a million times, citing this as proof, proof that Mike Pence actually did have the authority under the law because they changed the law. If if the law was so, you know, if the law was so cut and dried, they wouldn't have to change it. Patrick, trust me on this one. Thank you. Good to hear from you again. Hey, the thing about going to the restaurant on Thanksgiving, uh, it was really nice. I noticed everybody at the stand, they were all like, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. Everybody said happy Thanksgiving, which is nice, right? It's Thanksgiving. Uh, I think it was basically everybody reminding me <laughs> and my party that, hey, buddy, it's Thanksgiving and we're working. Right. There was all there. So uh, you got to grease everybody. All right. And it's the right thing to do. They are working. So you got to hand out. And by the way, how much do you hand out as a tip? Uh, you know, what's in short supply now. Ten dollar bills. I feel like if you're tipping somebody. A buck is certainly not good enough. They're going to look at it. Right. A five is OK. A ten is probably the best. But a 20 is too much. Right. I'm just like handy. I'm just. Like the guy who parks your car and stuff like that. Uh, five, he's he's expecting five. Ten is like thank you, and then the other one, twenty is uh, then you then you look like a schmuck, right? That's we all agree that's way 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 too much. Uh, let's see here. The other thing is uh, let's go, Brandon. Do you know they're still hurting the January Sixers? Uh, did you see this on Fox News? A lot of people are shocked, but they shouldn't be. Here's a woman. She's from the Air Marshal Union. You know the Air Marshals, the guys who fly undercover? We have this, right, Matt? Yeah. It's uh, the guys who fly undercover to maintain security in the planes. was talking to Carly Shimkus on Fox News, and um, and this came up. And I was actually surprised, too. Go ahead. Well, how many uh, Air Marshals are on planes right now, and how many do you think uh, there should be to get to a safe level? Well, Carly, we're not we're not flying right now. The only missions that we're doing are Quiet Skies missions, and those are missions that are following the January 2021 people. So we're either on the border uh, for illegal immigrants, or we're following folks from January 2021. We're not doing our regular missions where we're out there looking for the bad guys. So right now, on uh, most flights, you're not going to have air marshals. What do you mean by that? You're following January 2021 people. What does that mean? That means our primary mission is a little group called Quiet Skies. It's a mission called Quiet Skies that we're following people that flew into the National Capital Region in January 2021. You did not have to go to the Capitol or the rally, and you've been put on a specific list that TSA now has assigned air marshals to follow these people who have not had uh, any type of criminal investigation. They haven't committed a crime, but yet three years later, we're following the same individuals day in and day out. So you're saying that air marshals are now following people that were at the Capitol uh, on January 6th, and they're not tracking terrorists at all? 
Well, they didn't even have to be at the Capitol, Carly. They could have just flown into the National Capital Region. So if anybody was there for um, a job interview, to visit family. Isn't that amazing? What a waste. What a waste. And it's a political stunt to help Biden. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.